Hey, welcome to the slightest disclaimer time. There's going to be swearing and there are going to be spoilers. So if you've got kids around, pop us in your ears. And if you don't want to hear any spoilers, go away, watch the show and come back later. We're always going to be here and we're always going to be free. We're not associated with Wentworth, Fremantle or Foxtel. We're just some fans talking about a show that we love and our opinions are our own. Stay slotty. Hi, I'm Kate Box and you're listening to The Slot. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good day. Good night. It is Hannah and Al from The Slot. Welcome back. And we have our special guest, our special recurring guest, Leah from Wentworth Memes. Hey, Leah, how are you? Hey, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course, always. It's a Lou Kelly extravaganza, so we have to talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. Of course. Number one Lou fan here. Yeah, as the official number one Lou fan. Um, I'll take the title. <laughs> it's bestowed upon you. Ah, uh, thank you. I don't want to call it an explosive episode because I feel like I overused that that phrase, but it was it was an episode. That is true. Yes, <laughs> it, it was. was it was. It was a. It was a big episode, but maybe not explosive yet. Yes, it was just there was a lot that I didn't expect to happen so quickly. Exactly. Um, yeah so it's like it's like season seven I said this about season seven it's like a a whole season within an episode Mm. you get like a full arc which is I quite like so uh let's let's chat um Ali's uh, Ali and Judy I don't think Ali knows I don't think so either and a lot of people have said that they think she knows but I don't think she knows yet last episode I was like okay she I think she knows but no I don't think so now I personally think she knows. I think she is just trying to cover it up until, like I said, Judy's off guard and then she's going to get her. When Lou confronted Ali, though, Ali did look genuinely sort of frightened or taken back. So yeah, I- I'm, not sold on- I'm not sold on that she knows it was Judy yet. Mm-hmm. She better find out. That'd be really anticlimactic for the end of the season if she doesn't find out. Oh, no, no. She mm. has to find out because, I mean, why did they even keep her on? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They could have just killed her off and said, all right, be done with it. Do you think she'll end up joining Lou in the quest to end Judy? Mm, that might be what brings everyone together, maybe? It's mm. a possibility, but I don't mm. think so. I think in Ali's case, because first of all, when she tried to take on Ferguson head on, she failed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the whole thing with Kaz, she couldn't protect Kaz, she failed. I think, you know, she couldn't save any of the women as top dog. She failed. Complete failure. So I think <laughs> she's taking a different approach. And mind you, I love Allie. <laughs> she's probably taking a different approach now. Now, remember, she did mature a little bit. And I think she's a bit smarter. And I think she may be taking B's approach to things, pretending that things are okay or they don't know what's going on until the very end. Because remember, mm. B played Frankie to get out to get what she needed. Mm. And perhaps Allie might be taking a page out of B. Her blanket did show. Playing the long game, maybe. Yeah. I think you made mm. a great point about the blanket. I think that that is purposeful and to remind us of B's journey and B's story um, and kind of have that reflected in Ali's story. I don't quite know how yet, but yeah, maybe you're right. 
Mm. That's a good thought, actually. It's a possibility. This saga mm. of the bee's blanket, people are very angry about it. Uh-oh. I'm very bored with it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't think that um, the directors are out to get us uh, by teasing us with that blanket. I think it's there for a reason. Um, mm. And I think that reason is to remind us of B's role in Ali and Ali's yes. Ali becoming her rather than like, oh, how many people can Ali sleep with on the blanket? Yeah, yes. True. And I think as well, um, you know, just talking about the B with Ali, when you look at the transformation of Ali from last season to this season, she's not wearing makeup, her hair's quite, you know, ratty and, Mm. lost its spark i guess so remember how that happened to b2 yeah before mm-hmm. b's demise so yeah i think that's a, a definite reflection there yeah maybe that they're gonna use that parallel but ali doesn't die she becomes you know settled in who she is and mm. you know, has some sort of closure kills judy yeah that could be the closure or both <laughs> or gets out <laughs> gets out well, well, that's yeah, it. Probably you never know. Perhaps. Oh, we forgot to mention about how her relationship with Judy is progressing because, you know, Judy has an ulterior motive now, right? Well, she obviously definitely. feels guilty, right? N- no. no. No, no way. Oh, no? Definitely not. Or is she just trying to spin kind of web away from her? Okay, so you remember when Judy spoke to her lawyer? Yeah. You remember the conversation they had? Yeah. So that she could prolong her extradition? Mm-hmm. Do you not believe Judy will try to use Ali as a person she wants to take care of so that they could uh, delay her extradition? That's a really good point. 100% I believe that's what she's doing. Mm. The, the minute that they had that conversation, I'm like, yep, that's what she's going to do. Yep. Oh, there's me, sure. little naive me, thinking that it was coming out again. Oh, bless you. Oh, child. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're seeing the human in Judy. Oh, no. <laughs> it makes so much more sense now you've said it, though. That's why we have these discussions to, you know, to nut out all of these theories. Yes. <laughs> I love the, the phrase nut out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that definitely means something different here than it does in Australia. Uh, well, here too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, hmm. Well, let's talk about the freak because she's back. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, so she was in that um, talk with Dr. Miller and she was like, oh, I heard Mari crying last night. I don't think I'm ready for feelings. Like, I just wanted to. And then I definitely thought she was going to say kill her. And I think that's what she wanted to say. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, but I've got to pretend that these drugs are working. Do you think the drugs are not working then? No. I hadn't really considered that. No, I don't think the drugs are working. I think um, the chatting to Dr. Miller is maybe working a little bit because, like he said, have you never felt about getting close to someone um, on a personal and human level? Um, She didn't say Gianna, which I was quite surprised at. Yes, I thought that would be a flashback or something. So that was a surprise. Yeah, but then she started, like, cosy into Vera again. So Mm. that's why I'm saying she wants to hold on to Kath, I think. Yeah. She likes being Kath. This whole Joan Ferguson saga, mm. I don't believe she wants to go there, but part of her 
has to be there as protection. Mm, yeah. I think this uh, she used the character of Joan to protect her from all the evils of the world, and she had to do what she needed to do to survive. But as Kath, she does have that empathy side of her. Mm, no, I agree. And when he asked her and she sees Vera as a connection as opposed to Gianna, if she does remember Gianna. I mean, there may be parts of her that she doesn't remember everything. That's a good point. I think as Joan Ferguson, Vera was her connection, although she did treat Vera pretty badly. But I think Joan's way of um, connecting with somebody and almost like showing them that she likes them is this overprotection control relationship, probably a similar one that she had with her father. Mm, I think so. Mm. Yeah, because remember, there was Doreen too. She loved Doreen. Yeah. And the way she was acting, you know, the way, remember when Doreen was leaving and, you know, she held on to Doreen and says, you know, that's not true. She wasn't using her. Didn't you see it was kind of like the same reaction she was having with Vera when Vera was rejecting her? Yeah, mm. that's a good point. Those small human moments that she's had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is some, definitely some semblance of human in Joan, which is why it's not surprising that the Kath persona had such an effect and, and did take over. Um, and it's probably not surprising that she kind of wants to keep that. Um, I think you're right, um, Hannah, and you've been saying this for a long time, um, that she wants to hold on to, to Kath because it gives her that connection. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I still think she's evil cow. Well, yeah, of course. Well, I'm not yeah, going to deny like... that. <laughs> yeah. And there's something creepy about Dr. Miller. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's he's definitely, yeah. We've said that from the beginning, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Always something dodgy about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he said to um, Joan, I nearly called her Kath for the first time ever. Um, <laughs> he said to Joan, like, oh, it's because I staked my reputation on you having amnesia. And actually, it wouldn't be an issue for him to turn around and say, well, she's not got it anymore. You know, my professional opinion at that time was that she had it and now she doesn't. That's not a problem. So That's I don't right. see his point there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because he, he's he has... clearly got something to hide. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For all we know, we know he probably lost his license. Well, I think he's probably like um, under a watchful eye, definitely, which is why oh, he yeah. can't possibly be wrong about something. And I, I liked the mention before we move on from um, Joan and, and Miller. Uh, I did like the mention of the goldfish, RIP Wonder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I thought of you when, <laughs> when that was mentioned. <laughs> Oh, and how devastated you were at the loss of Wanda. Yeah, I was like, well, when Vera was like, well, she killed her goldfish. I was like, that's an absolutely <laughs> fine reason to go after somebody. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> we saw the passing of um, Rita and Ruby's dad, which was very sad, but really, really well played. Mm-hmm. Very well played. It was really touching, really lovely. I liked the song at the end, which I think we've heard similar songs before from Rita. Mm. Um, Rita and I think Doreen. Okay. Mm-hmm. At some point, I think. And they're like traditional songs that are sung when somebody dies. Yeah, I do believe so. 
correct us if we're wrong. Um, but it was it was so beautiful, and I was like, had a little bit of a tear. It was really touching. And just on um, that whole sort of storyline, I don't know if you guys have um, heard the um, the writer mm-hmm. is it Marsha Marsha um, had mentioned that they had cut some of the Rita being home. Oh. story because of COVID, no. if you guys had heard that. And so I have a, have a theory that, um, uh, you know how she said I was forgiven by, I'm guessing, the girl that had passed yeah. away with, in the car with Ruby. Uh, I, I have a feeling that she had kind of had that sort of forgiveness and that redemption kind of storyline that that's what I'm, my theory is that the story was that we've missed. So that was a bit of a yeah. shame that COVID held that. Yeah, you know, held that story away. I guess. Do you think Rita's going to go back into general population immediately? Mm, I would think so, but I don't know. Well, if they know she's a cop, I don't think so. They'll probably keep her in solitary. No, this is the thing because they know that she was a cop, right? Yeah. Mind you, the prisoners don't. But they will find out, right? Well, that could set people off. Yeah. Also, Wentworth had the habit of going, oh, let's put this person in general population, even though they really shouldn't be. <clears throat> the freak. The freak. Mari. Technically had two deaths this episode, but we had another prison death, which I'm very, th- I very much think it's going to be like season seven. We're going to have a death every episode. I was wrong. I said it was going to be Boomer this episode, but it was Sheila. I thought she'd hang on for a little bit longer. Yeah, I thought they would play that out a little bit. But then again, you know, I guess this is the last season, so they really can't mm-hmm. do that, right? We've got time. But um, now Mari and Lou have this bond there, which I think is going to be very dangerous for Mari. Definitely. I also think that it's going to come out to Lou that Ruby killed Mari's son. And I think that's that's going to mm-hmm. have some interplay and maybe something to do with the demise of Ruby. The possibility. Lou's definitely going to use Mari somehow because of the connection to the other group. She already kind of has. Mm. Well, that's true. Yeah, she's going to use her until she finds out that it was actually Mari who caused the real death and not Sheila. And then she's going to kill her. Well, did she really? Like, I, I don't, I, I don't know about this. Like. I think that there will be a blow up about the fact that Mari was like, you should kill Lou and it ended up being Reb dying. But I don't think Lou will see that as Mari's responsible for Reb's death because I think she's kind of avenged that already with Sheila. Yeah, she did that pretty quick. Yeah. Got so that I think it's going to be more about a, why did you want me to die kind of thing rather mm. than Reb because she knows that Mari loved Reb. That was a big problem for for her and Mari was the fact that Mari wanted to be so involved with Reb. This is true, but ultimately it was Mari's fault that caused Reb's death, right? Indirectly. You think she's going to leave that stone unturned? I don't think so. Being Lou, the way she is, she blames Ali for the money being stolen. How is it going to be once she finds out that Judy was the one who stole the money? Oh, I can't oh, that's going to that. be a great moment. I really hope Judy gets really fucked up. Probably that's the way Ali is going to play it. If she can't get to, mm. what's her name, on her own. Yeah, I hope that um, I hope that Ali kind of turns around to somebody, maybe Mari at some point, and is like, 
It's fucking Judy. Judy's got the money. She's using it to fight extradition and then basically put Judy in a position where her money's wasted or the money is wasted. Because mm. Lou doesn't need it anymore. Yeah, and Mary is such a lag. Yeah, she was real quick. But then again, you really can't you can't blame her because she was being choked to death, so she had to say something, I guess. Yeah, I thought we were going to see Mari die at that point. I thought that was going to happen too. She, that woman has escaped death so many bloody times. She really has. I'm telling Wasn't you. Wasn't she blown up? Well, she's had the weights fallen on her. Or on not fallen. I think she did that deliberately anyway, but. She's been shot. She's been waterboarded. Well, she's she's got nine lives. Not anymore. She's got about two left, I think. <laughs> well, there's um, eight episodes left, so the odds aren't mm, looking good. Bye-bye, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do think Mari has to die this season. She has to. She has to pay for all the shit she's done. Yeah. I think I think the definite deaths are Mari, uh, Ruby, and Judy. I think they're the most likely. I'm so annoyed that Reb's died, but it's kind of... I'm loving this Lou. Well, we talked about this last year, didn't we? Yeah. That we wanted to see them separate. Yes. I mean, we didn't really think death was the way that that was going to happen. <laughs> no, but I knew that something ha- had to happen to one of them. It makes sense that Reb was the one to for it to happen to, and Reb was the one that had to die because it set off this chain of events in Lou. Of course. I am, I am sad, though, that that other trans representative, yes. you know, yes, is no yes. longer there. That That's probably... That's, that was disappointing, yeah. but I totally understand for the storyline. It yeah. made sense. Yeah. And Lou said something like we had this kind of, I don't want to call it a beautiful scene with Lou snot bubbling and crying because it was quite painful. And there was also snot involved, but um, there really was, there was a lot of snot, <laughs> <laughs> but she said like, he didn't even get to die in the right body. Made, made mm-hmm. snot come out of my face as well. It so. was a, um, yeah, it was such a sad moment, but I'm really glad that they, that line, they really did need to put that line in. And I'm so glad that they did they really because it did. was so powerful and it really needed to hit home, I think. Yeah. And it did. It is sad. But I will say one thing about Lou, because everyone knows I'm not a Lou fan, really. I'm a Kate Box mm. fan, but not <laughs> a Lou fan. I really respect Lou for the fact that her love for Reb even though some might see it as a little psychotic, but you have the similarities between Lou and Bridget Westfall. Bridget would have done anything for her love for Frankie. And it's the same as Lou. I mean, Lou went as far as killing people for Reb. So that love that Lou had, for Reb is really pure and beautiful if you look at it from a philosophical point of view, Mm -hmm. just the same as with Bridget and Frankie. And I really respect Lou for that. But other than that, oh, Lou's crazy. (laughs) I love Lou though. I love her crazy. It's okay. (laughs) I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that there was something in that relationship with Reb. And last episode, they had a really cute conversation and Reb was like, you know, how do you feel identifying as a lesbian, like me having top surgery and, you know, you'd be with a man um, and lose that kind of queer identity. And Lou said, I know we're queer as fuck. And she just didn't, you could see that that hadn't actually occurred to her. And she was like, I don't even care Mm. because I just want this person for who they are, not what they are. Um, I I like the fact that they had that conversation on Wentworth Mm. 
because I think it was really important for the world to see. Yeah. Um, and for, you know, for young 15-year-olds and or whatever age, yeah. you know, to see that. Maybe I don't know if they should be watching Wentworth or not, but well, yeah. I would have been at 15, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, like someone I know recently uh, approached me, her, her daughter had come out as, as, you know, lesbian and had had the conversation with her friends sort of out in herself, but sort of saying, oh, how, how would you even know at this age? Mm. But 15-year-olds are saying that to other 15-year-olds. I'm like, how do they know that they're straight? Like it it just blows my mind that 15 year olds are thinking like that. Yeah. When I thought that the world was changing, but you know, maybe it's not changing as quickly as we would hope. I think it's, I think we're like, I spoke about this to my friend the other day. I am in, in my life, quite a bubble of safety and um, of very pro LGBT people. I have a lot of LGBT people in my life um, the Wentworth fandom is very LGBT. Um, so even these kind of like extra parts of my life um, that don't directly relate to, you know, my sexuality and my gender, they're heavily populated by people who think the same way as I do. Um, and I came mm-hmm. across somebody who was horrifically transphobic um, in the wild. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know this existed anymore because I'm in this microcosm of, you know, LGBT friendly people we don't realize actually not everybody you know is as progressive as as yeah I have to agree I'm in I'm in a very similar bubble myself I think Mm. I'm not in that bubble Mm -hmm. and I think that's the reason why we have a lot of problems the way we do Mm. because a lot of us are not willing to go outside of our bubbles we feel safe Mm. in our bubbles and we don't realize that there's a world out there a jungle actually and it's terrifying but then again on the other hand it's very beautiful there are some people who live between bubbles and others who prefer to stay in their bubbles and as you can see i don't want to bring it up i always bring it up but i I don't want to seem like that person where you know you you had the black lives Mm. matter movement then you have the steel the election movement and now you have this cancel culture movement. Mm. And of course the whole world has this anti-vax mm. movement. So, I mean, everybody like likes to stay with like, and if you continue to stay with like, you're not going to get disliked and people like to stay in their safe zone. So my mom had always told me, and I didn't believe her, but now that I've gotten older and I have seen it, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Mm. We've been in in a society where homosexuality has been around for the longest time and still they're taking away rights. I mean, this guy, Trump, passed some laws to try and repeal uh, rights for the transgender. Of course, thankfully, Biden reinstated the rights, especially for the military. I mean, it's ridiculous. Why should you care what somebody else does in their bedroom or who they love or who they choose to be so long as they're not hurting anyone or infringing their beliefs on anyone else as you can see a lot of people who are in power they want to infringe their thoughts on people Uh but even looking further than lgbt people something um, massive has just happened in America this week of the abortion law Uh, oh yeah that's been like this is oppressing 50 percent of you know the the society 
um, and basically men choosing what happens to women's bodies. Like, that's insane. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think you need to be in any kind of bubble to for that to not have an effect on you. They're um, not pro-life, they're pro-birth. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really interesting point. Mm. As much as I think this conversation is important, mm. it should be continued. <laughs> we will, we should get back back to Wentworth. Um, yeah, so we were talking about like Lou and Reb and and that relationship and and the fact that that beautiful conversation happened in the last episode, the first mm-hmm. episode of the season. Mari, um, Mari, 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 Mari has blood on her hands. I mean, Mari's mm. coated in blood. She. <laughs> she's she's never gonna not have blood on her hands she's a meddler i also never know how to feel about mari like yes i hate her passionately i don't mind her i feel sorry for her <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know it's annoying i personally mari is a typical human being let's put it that way mm. okay she what makes mistakes but just tragic mistakes um how can I say it? Mari is a typical human being who lives for themselves only. And it doesn't matter who they use or step on to get where they get to until things start to backfire and then you feel remorse. And then you try to clean up the mess, but by doing so, you're making things worse. Mm. There's, with Mari, there's three people in her life that she has genuinely cared for and loved. That's her son, Ali and Reb, mm. and she's lost all three of them. I think we're going to see her kind of have a look at herself here and be like, why? Because she started to become more compassionate, I think, over the last season and a bit. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, with the help of um, uh, Miller, she got to see what she was doing wrong. And then when Ali, I guess, rebelled against her, she began because she was on this revenge hunt to kill Ruby because Ruby killed her rapist son. We, we won't forget mm. that. I shan't let anybody forget that. He was a mm-hmm. deviant rapist, he's a bastard, but he's <laughs> like that because his mother is like that. She's a deviant True. bastard, regardless yeah. of what anybody says. I mean, I, I love, I love um, Miss Porter. Don't, don't get me wrong, but you know, the character, she's she's just horrible. And she was very angry at the fact that Lou is keeping her from her son, who is not her son. Even if Reb were alive, Reb would just kick her away. Reb does not want to have anything to do with her. No, no, no. He doesn't want anything to do with um, Mari because Lou finds that relationship threatening. Definitely. That's why. Yeah, I think Reb actually did care a lot for Mari. And... It, like and um appreciated Mari's kind of input I think Reb got a lot of like gender euphoria from being seen as somebody's son because he was never seen as a son by his own mother exactly that was barely even seen by a daughter Mm -hmm. as a daughter by his own mother so you know and that moment is only fleeting because You, you got to see Reb for who he really was before he passed on Rip. He is a bastard yeah. too. He's a selfish motherfucker. And I understand that because but it's very Lou made him that way. Mm. Do, you, do you think so? Really? Yeah. Do you really think yeah. that? Yeah. 
honestly I think I think that Lou had a lot to answer for in that Reb is very young very impressionable you know we've got to remember that Reb is what 19 yes no no I think Reb was meant to be much older oh I can't remember 20 20s I'm sure so I'm pretty sure there was about 12 years difference and Lou Kelly's meant to be my age right so like mid-30s but still yes yeah. Still, I think very impressionable. No, it's understandable, but but Reb could see right from wrong, and I, it's understandable. Yes, he needed Lou to get his surgery done. He needed Lou to get a lot of things. He did see a lot of need in Mari too, but mm-hmm. his true colors did come out. And I'm telling you, eventually he would kick Mari to the curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as for Mari, she has too much blood on her hands, and she's gonna have to pay for that even though I love her, but it's okay. Do you think that um, it'll come to a point where she has to decide whether she's sort of Team Lou or Team Ali? Yes. Mm, I think so too, and that's going to spin everything yeah. around. Yeah. And I think that the fact that she now helps Lou kill Sheila, mm. essentially, um, she's basically going to have to join parties with Lou and it's not going to be pretty. Okay, I just want to put a stipulation in there. She didn't exactly help Lou kill Sheila. She wanted to put Sheila out of her misery because mm. she was suffering from the poison and she didn't want to see her do that. And that was her own self-guilt because if she didn't say anything, probably none of this would have happened. She would have been dead. But that, that's, that was it. She didn't really want to kill Sheila Hmm. she just wanted to help her yeah Yeah, we know that and Lou probably knows that but I'm sure that's not the way that Lou will spin it oh no no definitely I think it's going to get to a point where um Lou tries to use Mari to harm kill Ali oh yeah for sure I don't think is actually going to die I think she might get happily ever after ish Um, she might get her revenge on everybody kill Judy kill Joan I don't think she's going to get revenge. I think we're going to see that B thing of, do you know what? I don't need revenge anymore. Yeah, just done. Can we can we talk about the the scene with her um, falling off the toilet? Reminded me oh. of Juicy Lucy, in a way. Yeah, and it kind of like brought home this. You know, Ali was such a strong person. Was she physically? I'm, oh, I'm okay. Physic- gotcha. physically strong, able, um, very fit and healthy, and and is suddenly very reliant upon people's help to just do the like the smallest of yeah. tasks and her having to rely on Judy. That could be anybody, but it's yeah. just like you guys said before, we all live in our micro bubble. We don't think mm. these things will happen to us. It'll always happen to somebody else, right? That's true. You're right though. You don't think it's going to happen to you. Um, I'm very grateful daily for my life and for my kids and for you guys too, because you guys are in my life. You know, when I get all sappy like those people are like, oh, what does she want? She wants something. No, I don't <laughs> want anything. I just want to express my feelings to you because I care about you guys. It's and all right. of my I transferred friends- the $100 into your account. It's oh, thank you. Wait a minute. <laughs> all of my friends out there who are listening and who support me, I do really care about you guys, even though you may not hear from me because I've been busy with school and things of such. I really do appreciate you. I care about you. I love you. No, I do not want anything from you. I am just letting you know how I feel. 
that's all. It's very cute. And now we're getting mushy again. So, um... <laughs> how, how did our conversation of Mari and Ali turn into being mushy? I know. Well, Mari loves Ali, you know? I mean, she wanted True. to protect her as best as she knew, and it just backfired on her. Now she's going to have to try and tread lightly because mm. all eyes are now on Ali. Yeah. And yeah. again, she tried to protect Reb, and she failed. Mm. And she, you know, failed quite catastrophically she really needs to stop trying to protect people that, yeah it's true it's not working it's not working <laughs> okay let's go on to the the big finisher of of lou um because we're kind of working our way up there we've talked about the sheila demise which i think was a beautiful bit of television actually i liked the you choose how you die i was yes. like that is such a top dog move and it was such mm. a lou move for sure yeah true, yeah true. but i also liked the fact that sheila was just sort of like okay no worries. Yeah, but she said that that brilliant line of, "Do you want me to apologize? Do you want to hear that I'm sorry or something?" Mm-hmm. And then she just took it. She was like, "Cause you're not gonna get it." So <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Who too. can look into the eyes of their killer and go, "Fuck you." Yeah. Yes, That's true. Yeah, but I think Sheila actually had resigned to the fact that she was not going to win her case. Because mm-hmm. Reb was the only one who could help her. She knew that Lou wouldn't definitely, but Reb, if she had her way, could have probably helped her get off and she would have to resign to stay in prison for the rest of her life. So I figured, she, you know, she wants to be with her man. So she might as well yes. die. And I think anyway. as well, all the urges that she was having, you know, it was obviously making her mm. feel very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, to, to be with her, her savior or, you know, the person she thinks she loved, she was happy to go. Yes. And at least she wasn't staying around to harm more people. Mm-hmm. So, well, do you really think she would harm anybody? I think she would probably find someone and fall in love. Unless she felt guilty, then she might slit their throat. No, I think that <laughs> she would have always made people feel ashamed of who they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If she spoke to Dr. Miller, she probably would have gotten some help. He would have given her some pills and she would, yeah, have, he would have cured her. Psychopathy. No, I don't. I, well, I think he would have made her. No, you know who he really who she really needed. She needed Bridget Westfall. Bridget would free set her free and let her know that. There love, you go. Fuck, fuck the, labels. the labels. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And now now we've got a new top dog. Boomer's got spoofed. Yeah, we never really talked about that, did we? With Boomer and where that sort of storyline's going to go. Yes. So do you think it's going to work? To be honest, I'm, part of me is kind of annoyed that they've bothered with this storyline again. Um, yeah. But I wonder if they're doing that to give her a happy ending. So maybe she does actually get out pregnant or has a baby. Maybe we do get a happy ending <laughs> with someone. I just can't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see any happy endings. But I don't know why they'd bother with the story then. Because I think that she's going to get pregnant and get killed. Oh, God, that's horrific. No, I don't think so. Well, it's Wentworth. Well, it is Wentworth, but I don't. But I want to talk about it on a practical note, right? Has she timed this well? Because we all know that there's only a very small window to get pregnant. I don't think putting it in a sandwich bag... (laughs) is conducive to the lifespan of that outside of the body. Um, 
can we talk about Ruby's involvement in this weird <laughs> situation <laughs> where Ruby seems to know the best way? Yes, Ruby, for being, you know, such a good friend. Yeah. I know, she's like proper like, I mean, Ruby, there are things called pillows which could prop somebody's hips up. Um, <laughs> Maybe that wasn't to... the move she was doing with her boyfriend when that happened. You never know. You, know? <laughs> you don't have to get underneath someone. <laughs> so confused to that whole situation i think those two are definitely the like they, they're bringing the comedy to the show if, if anyone it's those two and it needs to happen it does yeah. oh yeah for sure but definitely. yeah so i don't know weird. will ruby be boomer's baby daddy <laughs> <laughs> but that poor child if she does have a child and and she doesn't die she's got a life sentence right she killed liz yeah so how's that going to So work what's going to happen to the child? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Oh, it's here I am thinking she'll get out. Because she only has her sister on the outside. Yeah, huh? we all know how good she is. A boomer wants somebody for herself. She's lost everybody, right? She mm. lost Frankie. She lost... Um, well, everyone. So, you know, she, she doesn't have anybody anymore. So she wants someone for herself. Because Ruby, if Ruby, you know, lives that long, she'll be out too. So boomer mm. has no one, right? You know, so mm. she wants someone for herself. I don't know why she wants a baby, but just practically, is it going to happen? So I, I'm not sure if I love the fact that they brought this storyline in again. Yeah, because we've had it. We've been... But I hope they've brought it in because it's going to happen. It would seem strange if they've bothered and it's not worked again because we've already seen that. Yeah, true. Well, I think I think we've probably covered the episode. So what's going to happen next episode? Who's going to die? I'm kind of hoping we have at least a little break of death. <laughs> My thoughts. You know, we're two That's for two. So optimistic. Let's give, us, let's give us one episode, maybe. I think. Well, I think we'll see Rita come in, maybe. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Lou's declared herself as top dog, but I'm not sure if that means she is top dog yet. I love how. Uh, if it is, I love how simple that was. Like, I'm top dog now. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Screw you guys. This is what's happening. <laughs> well, everybody voted for it because what, what exactly was Booms doing? <laughs> She's trying yeah, to get she pregnant. She should have really done something about Reb. Just but... speaking of that moment, though, where, where Lou goes over to Boomer and there was that, you know, I guess that passionate, you did nothing. That mm. actually really hit hard when we've sort of heard in the past the backstory of Lou mm. and Boomer. It was almost like mm. that real pleading moment of uh, we're not friends now, but with our history, you've done nothing. Yeah. You know, and I think Boomer was almost a little bit taken back and I could just be reading into this and it's not at all, but Boomer almost looked upset for a second, like, oh, my, you know, my friend. Shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt. And I, I actually felt for both of them in that moment that, yeah, that bit of that history that we haven't heard officially, I guess, but know it's there yeah i'm glad that you brought that up because mm. i've written it in my notes but um that boomer looked upset but i was like i don't don't really know why that's the only reason i could think of why because i wasn't sure either i thought well i really mm. hope it's because of their potential background history they've known each other a long time i've let someone down even though they potentially i guess hate each other mm-hmm. um but there's still the history Next episode, what do we expect? Nothing. So something interesting Ruby said um, this episode, which I think we're going to see an explanation of it next episode. So when uh, Boomer was like, I don't know why Lou would kill Reb. 
um like she really loved Reb mm. um and Ruby said with quite a lot of like anger it's called domestic violence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that something's going to come out there and maybe a little bit more to why the family was so torn apart when Rita left mm. um so mm. I think somewhere along the line Ruby may have experienced domestic violence maybe. um so I think we, we might get a little bit of background there I'm going to put my money on Boomer dying again next episode. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I don't know what else is going to happen with anybody else. Rita's going to come in and fuck some shit up. And then die. <laughs> and then die, yeah. Everyone dies. Everybody's going to die. Everyone dies. Episode three. Just kidding. It's only three episodes, not ten. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, um, just as long as Jake doesn't die, I don't care. Oh, Jake needs to Last go. Last man standing. Already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, uh, Robbie, <laughs> Robbie. Will will be the last man standing. Forget Jake. He's useless. <laughs> oh, but we need to see more of what's going with Vera and yes. the freak. I think we need to That's see more about I'd the like guards. We haven't seen much about them yet. So maybe yes. maybe this episode will be giving us a bit more of their stories. I want to know about Peter Webb. She's still my favourite. <laughs> well, she did have her little cameo in there. You know, as much as I love her as well, because she's, you, you, you see her and she's there and, and all that, the the red right hand, um, the last two left, you know, Leonie and um, Carly. I just yeah. love catching them here and there, you know, like yeah. I, I think that's one thing. And I don't know whether it's because um, some of the background actors have been like interactive and things like that, that have made me more aware and conscious of them. Um, but I love, I just love seeing them in the background doing their thing and get excited when they come on. So Boomer going to die, yeah? <laughs> mm, no, I'm not going to agree to that. Nah, I don't, <laughs> Anything, I don't think it so might be yet, Ruby. But- Oh, look, with any luck, it will be Judy, okay? Okay. That would be Let's nice, but I, I, I think they're going to they're gonna keep her for last. Drag her on. She'll be think? the grand finale, mm. her and Lou and all of them. Yeah, those two will be left for last. Well, and Ali just sticks the knife in. He will try, or, or she'll try to manipulate Lou or somebody to do her work for her. Yeah. Well, we've got, we've got eight episodes left. Plenty yeah. of time for explosions. Yeah, and Ooh. then uh, um, Miller Miller is going to be outed eventually. Oh yeah, please next episode. I need to get rid of him. It's really annoying me. No, we can't get rid of him because if we do get rid of him now, then Joan is going to relapse and all hell is going to break loose, and we're not going to know what's going to happen. Everyone's going to start. Sounds dying. like a great season finale to me. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm ready. I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. See episode three, maybe maybe five. We'll <laughs> <Or> see. <six. laughs> Yeah. Well, it was great talking to you, Leah. Thank you. So well, thank yes. you for having me. I appreciate being invited along. Mm. This will not be the last time that you're you're gonna come on, right? For sure. Uh, I'll I'll come on here whenever you want me. Don't say that. <laughs> well, thank you very much. As always, it's a pleasure talking to you, and also you, Hannah, with your oh, insights. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and we'll we'll see everybody next week. Yes. All right. Well. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.